G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Well, from time to time, you'll be hearing all sorts of stories of the challenging circumstances that are happening in developing nations around the world. An opportunity today for an update on some issues around northern Ethiopia that's been struggling with all sorts of challenges, including a locust plague. And Anglican Aid is at work in northern Ethiopia. Tim Swan is the CEO at Anglican Aid and joining us for an update. Hi, Tim. Welcome along to 2020. Uh, thank you. Thank you for having me, Neil. Fantastic to be here. Tim, what's been the biggest challenge for churches that you're supporting there in northern Ethiopia? Uh, because there's all sorts of uh, issues to do with conflict and violence, as well as uh, I mentioned an, a locust plague. What's the what are the worst things? Uh, well, it, it's 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 sort of one worst thing on top of another worst thing on top of another worst thing in many in many ways for the for the ministries and churches that we're supporting in in northern Ethiopia. They, but at the moment, the crisis, as you mentioned, is locust is a huge locust plague that is just devouring crops, and and this is a this is a place where people had hoped for a good harvest this year, uh, but the locusts are sweeping through and in many places just leaving places destitute, and people wondering where they are going to get food from for the next year. Tim, we're familiar here in Australia with locust plagues, but when a locust plague takes the crops of people who are subsistence farmers, they're farming to survive, uh, what's the effect on a community? Well, it's just devastating effect. And we're obviously in a situation where the government in Ethiopia is doing its best to cope with the COVID crisis. And that has also meant that uh, livelihoods for so many have already been curtailed. And now to have the locust plague on top, it just uh, leads people to desperation. Uh, and so the situation is, is, is quite serious. What we are doing with Anglican Aid is sending help to, to be able to sponsor children to go to school because if they can go to school, they are fed by the government in, in, a, in a, a, school, a school feeding program, so at least they can have uh, something to eat there. Now, it's not all bad news insofar as, uh, yes, it's devastating when there's a locust plague and there is that risk that there could be hunger and starvation. Uh, there are some good things that are happening. Churches, uh, even in amongst this hardship, are making good inroads into some of the challenges that northern Ethiopia has been up against. Well, that's right. Anglican Aid works with a group called the Kalahaywat Church, and this is a church, uh, evangelical church, mostly based in the south of Ethiopia. But it's doing fantastic work that we are sponsoring in the north of Ethiopia, where it's uh, very dry, arid conditions, uh, where there are tribal groups that are unreached by the gospel. 
And the programs that we're working through also are dealing with uh, victims of, of violence and bringing peace in those peace, peacekeeping workshops in those areas. We're actually working in an area where the major cause of death uh, has been retaliation killings. And uh, Anglicanate has been working with this program uh, to, to bring people together in reconciliation and to talk about peace and forgiveness and the rate of uh, retaliation killings has actually gone down from about 25 a year to one last year in this particular region to the extent that the Ethiopian government has given this church program uh, an award for peace and reconciliation uh, um, at, a, at a national level. Well, an award for peace and reconciliation when things are so tough, uh, where there's violence, when there's ongoing tension, and I imagine that's happening every day, every week, and in amongst all of that, the church seems to be able to survive and even, as I understand it, Tim, growing stronger and planting new mm. churches. Uh, how do you see the church and even in, in amidst all of the, uh, the hardships they're going through? Well, that, that is the amazing thing, uh, that as hardship comes and as these Christians are leading these peace and reconciliation workshops and uh, the Christian uh, group that we are sponsoring through Anglican Aid, is also involved in uh, putting in water programs so that crops and irrigation is uh, irrigation programs so that crops are now are now growing and flourishing in areas where it was basically desert before, uh, and also because of water access to water, it means that girls being able to go to school rather than being sent to collect water each day. That means that the local schools here, the the uh, overall m- marks. Uh, across the school, school marks have gone up about 20% uh, overall just because more girls are going to school uh, because there is water and sanitation facilities. And so people are seeing these effects that Christians are having in the community and more and more people from these unreached tribal groups are actually turning to, uh, to, to, to Jesus, turning to the Lord and seeing the impact that following him has had on the Christians that have come up from the south and so churches are being planted there in areas that before have been just unreached by the gospel, even in the midst of these uh, trials. It's a good story, isn't it, to hear these things happening. And uh, interesting to reflect on the idea that it's one thing to evangelize. It's another thing to grow churches to maturity. And and I suspect this is one of the essences of Anglican aid is that you're there for the long haul and you want to support churches up to a level where they're mature and, as you say, then able to plant other churches. That's right. At Anglican Aid, we do believe in working through local Christians on the ground. We don't run any programs ourselves, but we build partnerships between Christians in Australia and those overseas to strengthen churches there. And, and with the with the end of uh, working towards transforming vulnerable communities like we're seeing there in the north of Ethiopia. But we're also working in training up leadership for these churches. And so we actually have at Anglican Aid a Bible College student sponsorship program where emerging leaders can be uh, sponsored to go and study at a a local Bible college uh, so that they can be equipped for a lifetime of faithful ministry in in their local context. Yes, it's a well-rounded program, a support for the people and also a building up of the maturity of the leadership for the churches. Uh, This appeal that you're about to launch, uh, 
It's all about victims of hunger and conflict. It's the hunger and conflict appeal. And Mm. it's going to go to people who are in those northern Ethiopia context. Uh, There's a few other issues, too, that you're raising money for. Uh, Give us some insights into just some of the neighbouring issues around South Sudan and Congo. Yes, well, uh, the Nile River has been in flood. And this has meant that particularly down in Sudan, South Sudan, there's been terrible flooding uh, with uh, hundreds of thousands of people displaced. And uh, there has been very little government support because it's a, it's a country where there just isn't, isn't good government infrastructure. But fortunately, through the local church, the Anglican Church there, which is an evangelical denomination there in South Congo, uh, we've been able to distribute aid and tents and uh, mosquito nets and supplies. And so we're continuing that work. Also, just in the in neighbouring Congo, another extremely unstable country where uh, there's just very low levels of security and there are raiding armed groups that are going through villages and, and it is meaning that there are uh, millions of internally displaced people. Now, we have a lot of, uh, there are a lot of strong Anglican churches right through Congo, and these churches are taking in uh, people fleeing from violence. Most family churches are taking in another family, uh, hosting them. But these are people who, who also have very few resources themselves. Congo is one of the, uh, the poorest countries on, on earth and most unstable. But through our networks, we're able to send aid to, to help provide for these brothers and sisters in Christ very often, uh, high percentage of Christians amongst these people. And so we're able to help provide for them through this. And we, we are hoping to do that through this uh, hunger and conflict appeal that we're launching. Well, the Anglican Church is big and there's a big reach around the world. We've only been talking about just some small elements of what is happening globally. You've got something like a 100 projects in 30 countries, but the launch of mm. the Hunger and Conflict Appeal, and more specifically for northern Ethiopia and meeting some of those needs too in South Sudan and in Congo. Uh, I've mentioned mm. in earlier conversations too that you've got this maturity issue at hand where you're training up Bible college students uh, to levels of maturity and opportunities for listeners to be able to sponsor a Bible college student. Let me give the website for those who can participate in the appeal and make a donation. It's called the Hunger and Conflict Appeal. Hunger and Conflict Appeal. You can find the Anglican Aid website at anglicanaid.org.au. That's anglicanaid.org.au. Tim Swan is the CEO at Anglican Aid. Tim, thanks so much for the update today on 2020. Oh, thank you so much for having me and uh, God bless. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.